Season 2, Episode 3, Fall Trends for 2017. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. To reference the Devil Wears Prada, pumpkins for fall, groundbreaking. So today we're kind of updating our trends that predictions that we did at the earlier part of this year. You can go back and listen to that episode. Jackie, link it in the show notes. I Um, sure will. And so we're going to update it and be a little bit more specific about trends for 2017 fall. We're going to break it down into three categories, food, fashion, and decorating. And I'm so excited. Fall is my favorite season of the year. So I'm really excited. It is finally September. Mine too. And I think that's because our birthdays are in fall, but it's our birthdays. Well, yours is kind of in fall. Well, I guess it's like late Beginning. Yeah, it's beginning of August. I consider August fall because of school. Oh, that's true. Because like the fall semester already starts. Yeah, I think like summer is May, June, and July. Even though May is not really summer, but I still think that is like summer. Cause I, and it's yeah. literally just because of the school calendar. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and in Augusta, we don't get very many seasons or like we long We seasons. have like fall and summer. Yeah, like we don't like, really have a winter. Spring yeah. lasts like master's week. But I do like it here. Like it's so cold here. Um, and y'all slept with your windows open last night too. We had our porch, like screened in porch door open all night. So I'm sure Hemingway probably like slept outside and felt like a wild cat. (laughs) Oh, I don't blame her at all. And um, yeah, we slept with our windows open. It's been in the 60s in the mornings and evenings, which means I'm wearing boots to work because I don't care. It's close enough to fall. I'm going to do it. I almost wore boots out last night. We grabbed drinks with uh, friends after dinner and I almost put on riding boots, but Last minute, I changed into heels (laughs) because I feel like people would make fun of me here. Maybe, because in Augusta, I think most of us start early because we don't have a fall. Right, yeah. For us, it's like you dress a little bit more. And that is so funny, isn't it? That in some places, you know, it's dressing for the temperature and other places you just dress that way. For the season. Yeah, because it's in season. (laughs) So we'll start with food trends. Yeah, That's good. that works for me. Yeah. We were talking, you know, we couldn't find a lot online about this. I just tried to think of things that I've seen in restaurants or trends mm-hmm. that I've just kind of noticed happening. And I think we talked about this in our first trends episode of 2017, that mocktails are really in right now. And I have a theory, okay, about, okay. <laughs> about why mocktails and non-alcoholic fancy drinks. Okay. And so teas and stuff like that. And I think it's because all has to do with millennials, right? We definitely set the trends. And now we're getting to an age where we can't partake in quite as many cocktails anymore. So, but we still want those fancy ingredients and those craft cocktails. So we're just taking the alcohol out. And, you know, we're joining the workforce, so we can't drink as much at brunch. So now we have to, you know, substitute for a fancy drink without the booze. Yeah, that makes sense because, you know, no one wants to go to work hungover Monday morning. So or just have we can just your, pretend. Yeah, waste your Sunday because you had bottomless mimosas at brunch. And yeah. then you take a nap for three hours. Like, that's a waste. Now that we're working 
and the weekends are when we can get stuff done for ourselves, you know, wasting a couple hours on a nap is a big deal now. Yeah, for sure. So I think that we're kind of setting the tone for that and that it's more about the teas. I have, um, have you had matcha tea before? I think that's how you yes, say it. Yes, it's so good. Yeah, and so I didn't know what it was when I first ordered it. They just had like a whole on the brunch menu at the frothy monkey where we went in chattanooga it's attached to the oh, okay yeah, yeah i loved that place yeah that restaurant they have a lot of matcha teas is it matcha or matcha i don't know how to say it i don't know i'll see if the google machine <laughs> okay knows. figure it out so it's a powdered green tea but it has three times the amount of caffeine or even i don't know how many more times the amount of caffeine but it has as much caffeine as an espresso or a soda, I think. Okay. And you can buy it at the grocery store. I saw it in the tea aisle. I've been really into, how do you say that, oolong? Oolong, and it's matcha, or matcha. Uh, I always, I already forgot. Tea. I listened to it on YouTube. I think it might be matcha. Because does it have a tea in it? It does. Okay. And then I've been seeing a big influx, and this has been happening for a while, but of ramen bars and ramen restaurants. Yeah, which... I, you know, I know I have a couple of friends that have spent some time in Japan and ramen restaurants are all over there and they're, you know, in New York and the big cities. And I think they're finally starting to come to the smaller places. And I'm really excited because I love ramen and I love that you can eat it without feeling like a poor college kid. Yeah. And Asian food is my favorite cuisine. Yeah, sure. yeah. Whether it's Japanese food or Thai food. I'm not a huge Chinese food person, but if, if I went to like a nicer Chinese restaurant. That's probably true because I usually just, you know, go to the ones that are always right beside grocery stores and <laughs> have the exact same menu yeah. everywhere you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with Chinese food probably because like I don't make sushi at home. So it's a mm -hmm. treat for me. It's something I can't cook at home. That's true because I can make, you know, I make Mexican and Italian, but... Yeah, I don't make sushi because I'm scared of killing me and Drew. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Jordan's made it before, and I think he has, like, a sushi kit. And I think it would be fun. I would get very logistic mm -hmm. with it. But Drew and I tried, and probably will try it again, a date box. And it's, like, everything you need for a date in a box. And then you might have to go buy a few, you know, ingredients that they can't ship to you. Right. But I was looking at the different ones that they've sent in the past and one of them was a sushi making kit and I was really hoping we were going to get that but we got ice cream yeah I saw that that seemed fine yeah it was it was things that we didn't do like we wouldn't have done it was making ice cream they had like a spotify playlist set up for Aww. you like for the night and there was also like a dvd or not a dvd like they had like a private youtube channel with like a dance class oh that's cool yeah, it was really fun. It was different. But a sushi one would be fun too. Yeah, that would be really fun. And my last thing that I have for food trends is a catering trend. So if you're mm -hmm. getting married this fall or next fall or whatever, bars, like a baked potato bar, corn on a cob bar. just And I think this goes back to where the, the millennials want some sort of bar type thing because it is social, but we don't want to have to pay for the health consequences of alcohol. So, you know, yeah. a chocolate bar where they just give you the main vehicle and then you put all the toppings on it. So an ice cream bar, that, that made me think of that. I saw yeah. one recently. We were trying to figure out how to watch college football on our TV because <laughs> we're cable. You know, we don't have cable. 
Right. And we don't either, but we don't care too much about college football. So. Well, we really wanted to watch the Tennessee game. And so I subscribe to Sling TV. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. My Roku always tries me- to get me to yeah, sign up for it. Yeah. And they actually said that I could get a free Roku if I prepaid the first two months. I'm just doing a free trial right now. Yeah. Which probably is up soon. But anyway, it's not that expensive per month. And we got the sports package. So we get like the SEC network. Anyway, but I get the food network now. Ooh, man, that's a reason to get it. Yeah, and HGTV. So I was watching the Food Network and it was a lady on there and she was doing like an outdoor party thing, which would be good for a tailgate, which we can talk about later. Oh, and it was a corn on the cob bar. And so then they had different, so you got like on a stick, got a corn cob, blackened or grilled. Uh And then you had all these different ingredients. So you could do like a buffalo blue cheese one. They had a bacon and something else. It was like a maple bacon one, which they said tasted really good. It looked a little weird putting like syrup on. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I'd be okay with that. But maybe if someone else did it, and I took a bite of theirs before I committed to a whole. Right, right. But it seemed really interesting. So definitely that kind of, I think that's not going away anytime soon. And it's really good mm. for hot, savory products like a shrimp and grits bar. Oh, ooh, yum. Yeah. I know I did a baby shower earlier this year and we'd had a hot chocolate bar. Can you hear um, my dog? I can. That's why I had to, I had to cl- get up and close the door earlier because yeah, our, our dogs. My, my dogs, my, my, my doors are closed. And my neighbor across the street just got a Yorkie and some Gracie. <gasps> So they're being at the Yorkie. And I think our porch door is still open. So she's probably on the porch. Oh, harassing, gotcha. Harassing the neighborhood. <laughs> Okay, so you did a baby shower? Well, actually, I went to a baby shower with a hot chocolate bar, and I loved it so much that I did it at the baby shower I was throwing. And it was, we just did a crock pot full of hot chocolate, and then we had, you know, peppermint, um, whipped cream, you know, anything that might even remotely be good in hot chocolate just laid out so everyone could get their own cup. And especially at a baby shower, since you should not be drinking. Well, um, obviously the baby mama is not going to be drinking. So I always feel like weird if I'm, you know, hosting someone for something, somebody that can't drink. So I'm not going to drink. So it was, you know, we still got that atmosphere without making the the mom to be feel awkward right. or uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just like the social aspect of partaking in fun kind of drinks like that. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of like how Carrie did that for your bachelorette party, except for we had Fireball. <laughs> exactly. That was really good. That was really good. It she was. She had great snacks the whole weekend. Oh, I know. I my her bachelorette, uh, my snacks didn't hold up at all. But it's hard to hold. She like literally had like, like a different snack for every every like hour meal. Yeah, it was yeah really fun. Um, yeah. Okay. Did you have any food trends that I didn't? Talk um. On? Yeah. So something that you know, I think that we've we've seen a little bit, and I think it's becoming more and more popular is alternative flours. So instead of oh. grain flours, um, almond flours, I cook sometimes with coconut flour, and I love it. And I also found out there's now alternative sugars, like besides just you know stevia and ones that we're used to. Apparently, there's coconut sugar, and which monk fruit. Have you seen that? Yeah. You know, like sugar in the raw, the really good sugar. Yeah. They have a monk fruit in the raw. That sounds weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just a really sweet fruit. I don't even know if it's a Maybe. fruit. Maybe. So. I don't know. I'll have to investigate and report back to you guys if we ever try it. But I'm excited about that because it gives you, you know, especially for people that can't have grains or don't want a lot of grains, you don't have to give up pancakes for brunch. 
And something else I saw was apple fries, which are just like deep fried apple slices. Jordan would and love that. I wish I had a deep fryer because I would definitely make them sometime this week. And then, okay, so we all know that, you know, it's pumpkin spice season. I will probably be having my first pumpkin spice latte later today when I go grocery shopping. But pumpkin in other things besides just, you know, drinks and pumpkin spice that we're used to, something I saw that looked really intriguing and was definitely going to be on my menu in the upcoming months is pumpkin alfredo sauce. I don't think I like that. (laughs) Um, It doesn't have, like, the spice. Like, it's just, like, you know, plain raw Um, pumpkin and the reviews I saw you know they said it was really delicious and really creamy and it uses less cream and butter than traditional alfredo so it's a little bit better for you Um, so I'll try it and let you know if it's worth it or if it's just super weird and we end up ordering pizza I don't know I always liked sweet pumpkin dishes pumpkin bread or like a pumpkin spice Mm -hmm. latte which I made my own by the way with cashew milk and oh yeah so it was seriously such a low calorie drink yeah and it tasted amazing mm. oh i put a little bit of blackstrap molasses in there you are obsessed with that molasses I'm right now obsessed with that okay but savory pumpkin the only thing i could think of that i've ever had was like pumpkin seeds on stuff i haven't ever had yeah. a savory pumpkin dish so i haven't yet that's and that's why i'm excited to try the pumpkin alfredo to see if it's if it's good or just too weird. Yeah, that sounds intriguing. You should try it. Post about it on Insta. I will. I will. I since I'm going grocery shopping like pretty much as soon as we get done here, maybe I'll add some uh, pumpkin and uh, fettuccine to my menu. Yummy. Do you have any other food trends? No, that's it. You know, I, I try to make the list before I look at articles. But I often right. try to look at articles after after we decide, like, the topic mm-hmm. so I can see if there's anything I miss. And Exactly, because, you know, we know what we see, but we're not out there in the food industry. Right. And, and, like, trying new recipes. Yeah, and I didn't see any for fall specifically. It was just like... No. So if Everything I saw were the ones that we talked about at the beginning of the year. Yeah, so if you're a food blogger... <laughs> Then you could get yeah. great SEO if you just put exactly fall food trends. Yep, because everything I saw, it was like you know comfort foods and soups, and it's like, well, everyone's that's not a, that's not a fall trend. That's just it's fall. We're cold. Yeah. We're gonna eat soup. I will say we had a great episode. It's our only episode where we've actually given recipes so far. And it was our slow cooker secret. So if mm-hmm. you do want to try to break out your slow cooker, we have really easy, easy, delicious yeah. recipes. Many people messaged us after we posted that episode and said, this is going to be, this recipe's in my like rotation now. My husband oh, loves yeah. it. My boyfriend loves it. I love it. Whatever. My dog loves it. Don't think about <laughs> people food, but. No, it's really bad for their teeth. Okay. I mean, other things, but their teeth. (laughs) (laughs) And my Frenchie's digestive tract. Fashion next. Yes, absolutely. And so I broke it down because I I love fashion. That is no secret. Mm -hmm. And so I broke it down to a few different things that I saw. And the first thing was the different textures, suede and velvet. And we talked about this with home decorating too, like with the velvet couches and velvet chairs, velvet pillows. And I just bought a velvet top today. I went to the grand or not today. I mean, this week I went to the grand opening of the boutique that is carrying my jewelry in Chattanooga. And I knew that I needed to buy something velvet. So I got the cutest top. It is blush color. And it's more of like a crinkled velvet, distressed. Oh, interesting. And it has the bell sleeves. And the cut is so nice. I love bell sleeves. 
if it's cold enough for my sister-in-law's baby shower, since it's pink, I was going to wear that. But it, that would even be good for like Christmas parties and absolutely with a cute little skirt mm. or New Year's. Jordan asked if we were going to go to your house for New Year's again. Um, I mean, we haven't thought about it, but if you guys are in town, we can definitely set something up. <laughs> he wants another party. <laughs> okay. Then, yes, I guess New Year's at the Alexander abode. <laughs> I guess that's going to be a, a, it's going to be a yearly. A tradition. A yearly tradition. Uh, so I'm okay with that. And then also along with textures is I've been seeing a lot of woven uh, accessories mainly. So like draw or even wicker purses mm-hmm. and details on shoes. And I think that also, it's so interesting how interior design. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, they really go because together. Because, like, you know, baskets and antique baskets and things are coming, like, back to interior design and having texture on your wall and velvet couches. And it's so fun to see how they play off each other and how they influence each other. Right. And even natural rugs. So just that kind of natural woven texture. So that's really in still, which is interesting because that's, like, more, to me, baskets and stuff is more springy, but... It's mm-hmm. it's interesting to see like the darker colors used for fall and winter. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I'll have to look at them because I have some basket purses from you know the first time they well not the first time they were popular the first time they were popular that I carried purses. <laughs> um, so I have to see if I still have them you and bring them out for the, the fall. 70s? Yeah, didn't you know? Which actually like. Oh, I feel like most of the trends that I am excited about are like 70s trends that are just coming back. So that's funny. Yeah. But with your textures, something that I'm also excited about is vintage furs and vintage vintage inspired furs like coming back for, I mean, not that they really ever went out of style, but for coats and things. Yeah, that I think that would be like probably more winter. The, that's like the only thing that I would thrift. Yes. Yeah. I would never. Yeah. Is like a vintage fur or some you know a stole or whatever because mm-hmm. I can't afford that oh my gosh Gracie just opened her Jordan Gracie just <laughs> opened her bag of food and her head's in it oh gosh she must be starving <laughs> well we haven't fed them yet he was going to get June more food and we have to feed them all at once or else they get oh. savage um, I understand yeah okay sorry but yeah I'm with you those are I can, can't afford new fur not that I'd want to I'd rather have something vintage anyway but so I definitely thrift those and to me I feel like there's such a a stigma with the furs and I don't like you know we we both love animals we have right. lots of animals more than normal people probably well, at least I do well you you too <laughs> I only have two I feel like that's standard yeah but that's still I don't know that's most people just have like one dog that's true and, or one big dog yeah, and I have two big dogs. Yeah. So uh, the thought of getting, you know, why why like buy new, new? Well, why buy new when you can thrift and it's a little yeah. bit more green and it's more humane because, you know. No new animals are right, being. Right. Right. Something I've noticed, too, is nylon jackets. and Yes. So, yeah. you know, a trench, obviously, that's always in. But more of like a shiny nylon material mm-hmm. is very big and I feel like we had such a the military jacket that kind of you know the one I wear all the time the green one like that military yeah. style and jacket. I have like the same one in pink yeah like that was so in last fall and so mm-hmm. this year I think it's more of the nylon with those same military colors but it's just yeah. a fancy like a dressier military jacket made out of the nicer material instead of like the cotton which I have which makes sense because then you know you have military for every occasion instead of just 
well, I really like it because it's comfortable, but it doesn't go with this dress. And something that I noticed um, just from shopping at different boutiques recently, I've been trying, I've been making an effort to go to more boutiques just because I'm, you know, in that space now. I've noticed that all the materials for fall are just so soft. And I know that sounds weird, you know, cashmere's always in. Right. But it, the, you know, regular long sleeve shirt, it's just a lot softer. And I think that kind of plays back into the interior design that we talked about earlier. And Huga. Yeah, what's it called? Um, okay, I just looked it up to see how to say it again. Huga? Huga? Huga. It is Huga. Yeah. Um, fun fact, we were actually way ahead on this trend because yes. the skim we, yep. the skim did a video about how this was like a new buzzword and we're like, we we knew that was a buzzword seven months ago. We were ago. talking in January. And if yeah. you don't subscribe to the skim and you listen to our podcast and you probably would love it. Um You like, would. Yeah, it's like news written by millennial women, very snarky, more clever than we are, so Oh definitely you like it more. <laughs> And it's what I love about it is that, you know, it's three sentences each on like, you know, the major news stories of the day before or of the weekend. And so you get caught up without having to read just tons and tons of news. Also, I noticed with fashion is asymmetrical. Which mm-hmm. oh, really, really asymmetrical. I love it. Yeah. So if you have a pair of boots, for instance, then on one boot, there might be an embellishment that's not on the other boot. So mm-hmm. even more than just cut, you know, asymmetrical cuts, but just asymmetrical details, one cold shoulder versus two cold shoulders, things that match, but not quite. And I think that's sort of going back to this originality, you know, we love originality as millennials. I keep bringing it back to millennials, but seriously, we are setting the trends. So, Well, what's funny to me though, you know, we love originality, but like most of our trends, we're like picking from the 70s or going back to the 90s and we're just updating them and and making them our own because we realize, you know, these trends worked, this material lasted. Now, how can we make this something that we're comfortable in and we want to be in? Right. And I mean, that's just how fashion and interior design is. There's a cycle. Oh, so then, so I have we talked about texture. So also mm-hmm. pattern. Yes. So I saw a lot and read some stuff about how it's not necessarily florals, but like very botanical. Yeah, I was looking at that too. And it was a lot of what I saw... I think they called it like couch florals. I have that written down. <laughs> yeah, couch floral. So it literally looks like a couch from the 70s. And it's all, like you were saying earlier, it's very like 70s prints. Um, yes, which let's even like, yeah, because even like the plaid that's in this year, which yeah. I love plaid. I almost wore plaid this morning um, because it's like my absolute fall, favorite fall mm-hmm. pattern. But the plaid isn't the 90s grunge plaid that it, you know, has been and, um, but it's actually like the bright 70s, yeah. kind of in your face a little bit plaid. Yeah, definitely 70s patterns. And that even, I think that rings true. It's just the 70s overall are back. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Like the- Which that's sometimes I wear something and my mom's like, yeah, you know, those have been around, right? I used to have a pair. I know. My mom, I'm like, yeah. but you don't anymore. So I have to go buy it. I know. My mom's like, I ah, save all your clothes like that because mm-hmm. it, it'll be back. Probably by the time we have kids that, you know, are our age. Yeah, maybe. Colors, 
I mean, mm-hmm. this is just the normal fall colors, but a lot of green, navy, and a lot of brown. I feel like I've been very like black and navy recently, but I saw like but so it's moving much too. brown, mm-hmm. brown and clothes, I saw... not just accessories. Yeah. I feel like we've had like right. cognac accessories, but now we're getting more like brown clothes. Not just boots anymore, but mm-hmm. everything else. And I've seen, I mean, burgundy, I think is always a fall color, but I've seen some brighter reds yeah, yeah. too, um, which, you know, it's always fun to have some bright colors when you know, the days can be a little drearier. So you have a little bit of fun going on in your life. Yeah, I bought a, a blouse. I wore it last night, actually. So if you're following me on Snapchat, mm-hmm. or not Snapchat, I don't use Snapchat, Instagram. <laughs> I Instagram story, but it was like a bright cobalt blue. So Yes, I, it was so pretty. Thank you. So I think the jewel tones overall, mm-hmm. that pretty emerald green, those are, I mean, they're always in style for winter and fall, but I, I, I agree that it's more um, less muted tones and a little mm-hmm. bit brighter going back with like the plaid that we talked about earlier. So, um, And I've seen, I think more gold than usual too. Cause I mean, gold is another one of those cause it's, I don't know, a kind of a fall color, but more gold and, and not just accessories. I've seen some gold um, coats that were, you know, interesting, yeah. not something I'd wear, but. Decorating fall decorating trends for 2017 which i'm so excited because i mean seriously guys i'm not exaggerating when i say fall is my favorite my pumpkins went out like september 1st you can start this one i don't have that much for this subject so you can um so you know of course pumpkins because you cannot have the fall without pumpkins but this year i've seen a lot of fabric pumpkins instead of real pumpkins or plastic or glass I got some from the Target Dollar Theater, or Dollar Theater, Target Dollar section, which is the best place ever. They're in like blues and green shades. Um, and I've seen on Instagram a lot of people that are making their own fabric pumpkins, um, which I'm going to look up and we'll put it on our Pinterest if I can remember how to get into that. <laughs> we might have Pinterest gate this year too. But to figure out how to make fabric pumpkins, and we'll definitely share it in our Facebook group when I find out how, Um, because they should, I mean, I don't think they're going to be too hard, and they're really cute, and then you can make them match your rooms um, exactly how you want them. And with the fabric pumpkins, of course, velvet pumpkins, I've seen some of those that are just fun, and I mean, velvet's just so fun. I'm so excited about it. And then, you know, like we said, hookah, hugga, however you say that, we have a listener over in Europe that maybe can Denmark, <laughs> tell us how to say it. I know it's so exciting and I remember when we first talked about it she's like I'm so excited it's coming over to the U.S. because that's a term that you know we've had over here for a while so she might be able to correct us and tell us how to say it. But Yes um, Lena if you're listening she's in our Facebook group you should join yes. a little plug for that. I've been having fun <laughs> I shared some things that I'm thinking about doing in my office and people have posted little like anecdotes about you know stories for yeah. themselves so definitely join the group it's in our uh it'll be a link in the show notes it's called the millennial homemakers on facebook um, i had a note about the pumpkins before you get off oh yeah yeah is i've been seeing a lot of monochromatic pumpkins so yes this kind of and i'm sure we'll talk about tablescapes in a second but mm-hmm. this kind of goes towards that where and with the fabric is so you know, different shades of blue or different, like, unexpected pumpkin colors, but then, yes. like, all the same color just arranged together. And, you know, with, like, exactly. beiges thrown in. But the monochrome pumpkin trend is in. Absolutely. And when when we uh, post this, I'll share some pictures of the couple of fabric pumpkins I have because they are all in the same 
color uh, oh, family. Okay, yeah. See, and that's like, see, huh? <laughs> You're not trending. You didn't even know. You're just so ahead of it, Jackie. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Let's just move on to tablescapes because I think a lot. You know, it's you don't want to completely redecorate your house for, all, for every season. So you want to just add a few things to make it new and fresh. So I I always love tablescapes. I wish I did more of them. But as I mentioned, I am obsessed with they are. But one thing that I kept seeing and I've already pinned them onto my um, to my Pinterest, I have a board called tablescapes. But something I saw that I'm excited about because I think I have almost everything to do it already is instead of using a table runner or a tablecloth, you take like a thin plaid blanket or scarf and you just kind of drape it over your table. Mm, mm-hmm. So that gives it that texture. It gives it, you know, the plaid, the warmth, but you don't have to go out and find something because well, you probably already have it in your closet. Yeah. And my table, we just have a four seater round table. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's so small that I've used a scarf before. I think the only time I did it was last year we had like a mini Christmas tree on the table and then I like yeah. use a scarf as like a tree skirt. <laughs> I'm excited about that because so my Christmas decorations are plaid anyway because I'm not kidding when I say I love it. So it's something that I can you know use for fall with pumpkins as the centerpiece and then very easily transform it for Christmas yeah. without having to do a lot. Something also that has to do with tablescapes is I love fresh flowers. Pretty much every single time that I go to the grocery store on the mountain they have a local florist who does all their flowers and you can get a really beautiful exceptional bouquet for $12 so I, oh wow yeah I, it, it would be like 40 at like public yeah and so I always pick up flowers there but putting alternative ingredients not ingredients you're not going to eat it and alternative like greenery in yes. the arrangement and I've seen a lot of vegetables <laughs> I have two. I have two. And other things like that. So, and more greenery and it's less expensive. So you can even Mm -hmm. go out and forage in your own yard. Now I will say if you do forage in your own yard for like your Thanksgiving meal, make sure that you rinse it off because there'll be little bugs. And the last thing you want is like a tick falling in your mashed potatoes. Oh, oh, oh gosh. (laughs) Or on the butter or something. (laughs) So definitely rinse them off. Let them, you know, if you know that you're going to do it, like maybe set it in your garage for two days or something to Mm -hmm. let it, um, but definitely foraging and adding like other unexpected greenery. I even saw someone put like carrots some Brussels sprouts in a bouquet. Maybe they were vegan. It was like a wedding thing. And I think interesting too goes with like, um, you know, wedding decorating is having different succulents, I think kind of started this trend and then people moved on to the produce section. Yeah, that makes sense. You gotta, you just gotta try everything um, until you find what works. But with the greeny, greenery, I mean, just naturals in general, yeah. not just greenery. You can if you have pine cones, pine cones are always a good accessory for your table. But again, leave it in your garage. Make sure that, you know, there aren't any bugs in there. But I, I saw some pine cones that they were in like bowls. And then that's what they put, you know, the the name card. Or if it wasn't going to be like a formal dinner with name cards, they had a different word for each seat. Um, you know, thankful, blessed, um, you know, just like fall and Thanksgiving-y words, so that way, you know, everything was different, but still unified. Yeah, I like that. That's neat. And so you touched on the huga. I didn't have, I was like, the Danish word for cozy and inviting <laughs> <laughs> um, is 
also taking that outside because making your mm -hmm. out, outdoor space last a little bit longer. So whether that's, you know, bringing indoor fabrics and throw pillows and blankets outside when you're entertaining, um, just making it a little bit more cozy outside. And enjoy Which what I find is funny is we don't start using our outside until fall oh, just yeah. because Drew like hates being hot. And the bugs. Like, no, the mosquitoes. Yes, I the mean, bugs are awful. And it's been dangerous we, with all the Zika stuff. I mean, seriously. I know. And we had like, I mean, I don't know if I've mentioned it on here before. I'm pretty sure I've told you, Jacqueline. Like we, when we bought our house, we discovered a couple months later when we couldn't figure out why we had even more mosquitoes than like the rest of Augusta. We had a koi pond underneath one of our decks that like, I mean, the, there was no more uh, fish in it, but they had just like built the deck over it and didn't drain it or anything. So that's gone. Wait, but we still. I didn't know. That did you, I not tell no, you that? I knew. I thought that it was just because like you had that the reason why you had the decks was because it was you got a lot of rain. You know, it was like swampy mm -hmm. a little bit back there in some places. Yeah. So they built it definitely the decks, is. But I didn't know that they had a whole koi pond. Yeah. That's there was a koi right, and like I mean they didn't drain it, so you know Drew went out there and he drained it, and that's definitely helped with mosquitoes. But we still. We still get, you know, so much more. Um, so a, we don't start using it talk about in the a, fall. A breeding farm for mosquitoes. Yes. I mean, yeah. It was awful. awful. My legs, like, and last summer I was like embarrassed to wear dresses and shorts because my legs had so many mosquito bites on them. Yeah, I knew that you had a mosquito problem, but I just thought it was because of the land. I didn't realize that the other. People yeah, were. which I think now it's the land. Yeah. Um, but so that that that's didn't help. You know, I mean, right. it, it, it makes it so much more usable. If, and I think it's just exactly. like your incline that you're on. Maybe if you added dirt to it's it. It's very, which that's what we talked about. And I mean, this is not our forever house. This is a starter house because if we wanted to build this land up to use more of it, it would just cost us so much in dirt. Mm. That would be someone else's problem. <laughs> so yeah, the Danish word for cozy. And then besides tablescapes is elaborate tailgate. So yes. taking your decoration and I think that one reason why like tablescapes and stuff is really in for fall is because you are entertaining more with holidays, holiday mm -hmm. parties, and it's getting cold outside. So, you know, having people over with a fire, it's kind of like cozy and it sounds like a good idea <laughs> rather than like a picnic or something. But elaborate tailgates, like we talked about, the tailgate in a bag product that we saw in the <laughs> Which is not very elaborate, so... But, you know, if you do try it, bring bring your own style, bring your own uh, decorations. Yeah, I feel like that the, I haven't even looked at it yet, but it, it sounds like it's like a tailgate for lazy people, but you have to have yes. enough, but you have to have enough forethought to buy it. So yeah, that would it's be very way confusing. better at like Walmart or Target when I'm just going to pick up a few things. Exactly. Because if I have enough exactly. forefront, then I'm going to order stuff off Etsy. Yes, exactly. So people, whoever created Instagate, try to get it in Walmart. And there's your money. Yes. Uh, yes, for sure. Like that, you know, unless you're going to, if you're going to have forethought, then it better be really cute. So. Yes. Um, and, and monogrammed. Yes. And like we're talking about with the like cord on the cob bar is that kind of stuff too. Like yeah. more elaborate tailgating, food and decorations, matching cups, you know, everything kind of going Which, all out. Tablescape. I think. At your catering food. Yeah. Um, which I think it's funny. My mom was actually ahead of the curve on this one because um, we, Drew and I, like I said, we're not really into college football, but we go to at least one Mercer game 
a year so that we can tailgate and it's my alma mater and um, support it and we spend some time with my my brother and sister-in-law and tailgating is the best part of football in my opinion um but you know everyone else like you know will bring food nothing matches you know everything's orange and black because those are mercer colors but there's not really cute where my mom will like, you know, put everything in a cute little basket that she's bringing and set it up and try to arrange stuff. Um, and so now I think it's just, it's going beyond that and having it set up for more of a meal uh, right. and more of that socialization and not just a table with food stuck in the corner somewhere. Yeah, I agree. Um, did you have anything else for decorating? No, that's really it. Fabric pumpkins, plaid, everything, huga, and... um just nature bring nature inside and then bring your house outside which is really weird yeah but. yeah seriously it is it all it's like a well it goes back with the 70s like hippie thing seriously yeah we're one with nature <laughs> anyway so the takeaway is less alcohol more mocktails lots of 70s inspo and yeah you should go to copenhagen and learn all about huga. <laughs> Yes, which if I could, Lena would be coming to visit you shortly. <laughs> yes, for sure. Jordan loves Copenhagen, so I really want to go. All yeah. right, so I think that's it. If you, I think so. As a listener, if you know something or have seen something and like a trend and you want to share it with us, feel free to join our Facebook group, The Millennial Homemakers, or follow us on Instagram at the, is it just Millennial? I think it's I think it's the oh, millennial yeah, homemakers. At the millennial homemakers. We'll learn this at some point, guys. <laughs> I don't have it written down. I should have So we don't have to look it up every time. I know it should like just be at the bottom of my notes for the episode. And then you can follow Jackie at JV Alexander sixteen on Instagram, or you can follow me at Jacqueline Humble on Instagram. We post stories of our pets and cooking. Lots of pets. Lots of pet stories on my page. I need to make a like separate page because I think it's getting out of hand. I don't know if people think my pets are as cute don't, as I do. <laughs> don't you have a separate page I before did. you got Juniper? Yeah, I like made one, but that was just for Hemingway and Gracie. So I need to make a humble yeah. bird. Also, your mom yes. messaged me about my pet Instagram stories. And I was super impressed that she knew how to watch Instagram stories. Cause I know. She she doesn't get on Instagram often. But when she does, I notice she watches all of my stories. And she messaged me. I was like, wow. She even knows how to like send a message. How awesome. Anyway. She was a computer programmer. She, she knows her oh, way around tech. Oh, that's so true. She's very <laughs> that's it and i think so uh make sure that you listen next week we're dropping new episodes weekly and yeah bye y'all yeah bye guys <laughs>